Well, happy Easter. That had to have been the lentiest Lent ever. It seemed like it just went on forever. And it wasn't what I expected or wanted. I wanted this Lent to give up elevators, as I usually do, but chronic problems with my feet meant that wasn't going to happen. I wanted to devote more time to prayer, and instead we ended up having to basically reinvent church as something we could do online. I was going to give up desserts and instead ended up giving up all in-person human contact. And all of those unexpected and unwanted parts of Lent are not over because Easter is here. In fact, they will likely continue for another couple of months. But Easter is about overturning our expectations. All his life, Jesus had frustrated people's expectations of him. The long-foretold king, he was born in a stable. The great teacher, he had nothing in common with the religious teachers of his time. And almost all of his parables are stories with a twist at the end. The father takes the prodigal son back. The shepherd abandons 99 perfectly good sheep to look for one that's lost. Jesus rides triumphantly into Jerusalem, but is arrested and killed. In every case, Jesus seems to do or say the opposite of what we might expect. And this greatest flaunting of the conventional wisdom, of course, was his greatest triumph. When everyone around him, his followers and friends and disciples, were sure that his mission was permanently and finally over because he was dead, he rises triumphant from the grave. And in doing that, Jesus has changed forever what we can expect and what we can hope for. I've always thought that one of the great unrecognized miracles of the risen Christ is that he never once said, I told you so. But here in today's gospel, as the angels at the empty tomb proclaim Christ's resurrection, we find that the expected end to the story is not really the last word. Because whatever we expected, God has something greater in store for us. The women who went to the tomb had the expectation that they were going to pray and perhaps anoint his body. And instead, they are given a mission to proclaim his resurrection to his disciples. They are literally the first evangelists. Whatever it is we expect, God has something much greater in store for us. We expect that death is going to be the end of the story, and it isn't. We expect that we're going to be punished for our sins. Instead, we are forgiven. 
We expect to find Jesus' body in the tomb, but it's not there because he's risen. And that is what this Easter gospel is about. For the disciples of Jesus, these messages telling of his resurrection didn't change very much for them. Even after hearing from angels and the testimony of eyewitnesses, they were still terrified and confused. They were doing their own shelter-in-place time in that upper room, trying to figure out what's next, getting on each other's nerves, figuring out where the next trip to HEB would be. Oh, wait, wait, that's us. That was us. It wasn't until the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost that they received the courage to venture out and talk about their faith and their experiences of the resurrected Christ. As we're awaiting some sign of good news, hoping for that day when our restrictions will be lifted, we continue to hope, even as we know that we're not close to done with this pandemic. We have had enough experiences of death, and disappointment and pain have been frequent companions for us. And so it might be easy to despair or to give in to cynicism, but we know that death's power is not absolute, and that sin and suffering are not more powerful than forgiveness and compassion. Because we have died with Christ, we have also risen with Christ. Suffering and death are not any less real, but we know that they are not the end of the story. The power of God's love is stronger than our fears and more powerful than our divisions. The resurrection of Christ eclipses our fears and tells us that we are loved by God. And that love makes us all one people. Despite our fear and isolation, despite our sins and our failings, and despite the feelings that we're not through this ordeal yet, Easter is worth celebrating because nearly 2,000 years ago, Christ rose from the dead. He rose because we, you, are loved by God. May the love that brought Jesus back from the dead sustain us and raise us up with him.